You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So, Chris, what are we talking about tonight? Because we were supposed to have a guest, we but were. she bailed. So, the guest that we are going to have is a single young lady who... All the single ladies? I, I, she's a representation. She is the avatar of all of the single all ladies. all the gotcha, so Yes, for us. Yeah. Because we fail to be single ladies. Like Cody was the avatar for us for single men. Yes. Now, yes. does she also have... Uh, she also has Spawn? Yes, she has two children. Um... She was dating some guy that she worked with. He knocked her up and started cheating on her with a sales person. With somebody else they worked with. Yeah. Classy. Who was Classy married dude. who was married to some, or engaged to somebody else that worked Classy there. Classy people. Had a kid. Classy people in the car industry. Well, you know what's Classy so folk. funny? I'm realizing nobody is really all that classy. In the car industry. Uh, anywhere. 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 So no one's classy. Most people aren't. Hmm. Um I am not. So this was one of those things that I kind of had this realization with recently, and I was like, "Wow, people are horrendous. Yeah, like, they're horrendous filth. creatures." Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I support the final solution. I'm simply saying that you know, I, if we're going to kill people, then let's kill all people. Mm-hmm. Well, what what I found so funny about it is I was like, "Man, this is a people are so awful to each other." Thank you. Why try to be good to them? Because it's the right thing to do. See, and that's where I kind of got into this whole headspace, and I uh, I was really kind of pondering on it, and I was like, oh, that's it. You're supposed to honor yourself. Um, there, there, are, there are only two options in life, doing good and doing evil. Right. You just you pick one. Whatever well, it is that you're doing, you pick one. And you don't necessarily know what you're doing at a, at a given time. Everybody believes they're the good guy. Sure. I, what somehow, depends? There's plenty of situations where I'm not the good guy, where I'm the villain. Well, in, okay. Anytime somebody's taking drastic action or anything like that, they mm-hmm. generally believe somehow some way that they are right or right. justified in their action. And I think we as people definitely try to justify our just nonsense mm-hmm. that we're going through all the time. And that's interesting. So... There's this song that I've been listening to like a couple of times every day, and it's called Memento Mori, and it's uh it's by a band called Architects. We can't really play it because of copyright reasons, mm-hmm. and I think we can't play more than 30 no, seconds. The so Latin I... "Remember that you must die." Yes. Memento Mori. Gotcha. Yes, that's yeah. the one, and uh, it's extremely, extremely. The song's really good, um, very heavy, but very good. And uh, yeah, like listening to it, I'm like, what? Like, there's something in it that I'm just supposed mm-hmm. to get. And I don't know why or what that is, but it's, I think it's this concept that everything is change. Like to be is to change Mm -hmm. and uh, accepting that and learning how to navigate it effectively. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I hate change. Everybody does. It's so difficult. I don't want things to be different. I like things being the way they are. So, or more importantly, I like the way things were. The neighbor knocked on our door this morning. He's like, hey, can you jump my car? And I was like, yeah, no big deal. Fuck off. I got smiles per gallon, bitch. Right? 
you don't got to jump cars when you smile. Yeah. Uh, so what's I wrong was with like, you? Yeah. Why are you a fucking derelict? Why is your car not jumping? <laughs> right. And I'm kidding. What I'm... happened? Yeah. Um, no, it's fucking zero degrees and the car's a total hoopty. Yeah. So we can't get his car to jump. And I'm like, do you just, do you want to ride? And, and he's, he's like, like smiles per gallon, bitch. Yeah, I want to ride. he's like, yeah, dude. So I'm like, let me get my kids to school and then I'll help you out if you've not got a ride by then. Mm-hmm. And I texted him and I was like, did you get a ride? And he's like, no, my sister won't be here till nine. I was like, okay, I'll take you. So I take him to school and uh, I'm driving through Florissant because he was going to Flow Valley. And I was like, oh man, I might like kind of cruise by some of the places that I've stayed and stuff like that. Yeah, right on. And yeah, like I like nostalgia. I like stuff like that. Yeah, I decided not to. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to live in the past. That's foolish. Why? It's this it's this whole memento mori concept. But you learn from your past. You do. There is value in in remembering the things that you did, the things that you did right, the things that you did wrong. And I don't know, I get kind of a charge by driving by an old house and just remembering good times and you know, remembering, you know, events and things that we did there. This is fair, but it's not necessary. And I guess that's kind of what I ran into. I was like, I don't need to take any extra time being stuck in the past in any way or going to revisit it like I understand. And if I need to look back on something, that's what that's the purpose that memory serves. Sure. Okay. But I mean, let's let me take umbrage with necessity. Mm-hmm. Is it necessary that we do this podcast? Is it? Yes. For me, it is. Okay. It's a decompression thing. Like I, I texted you that earlier, yeah, because uh, the guest bailed, and you were like, "Should we just call the night off?" And I was like, "We we shouldn't, but okay. we can." Good. No, 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 no. I that was not me fishing for for no, an no, out. I, I that was it. me simply saying like, "Hey," because I know last week we were gonna bail, and I fucked you, and so it, it worked better though. I was glad okay. that we didn't. Okay, good. because this is uh yeah, this is decompression for me, and this is necessary. Yeah. Um, well, and maintaining momentum, I think, is really important too. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it, this is also like an opportunity to uh, try to spread whatever fucking stupid message we have right and uh you know i i think for the most part it's try to better your relationship or try to watch relationships with people i I think that the i mean the heart of the show if we had a mission statement it was to be (laughs) a master of karate and friendship Mm -hmm. for everyone i agree yeah i mean that we we espouse the philosophy of day man this is beautiful what we do here it is it is it's very important it's very very important for people so i was supposed to go train with this guy that fights in bellator he's a professional mma fighter Ooh. yeah yeah and uh, i was very very excited about it and i ended up having to go to work to close up a deal that i had so i had to bail on that and i was pretty bummed about it so were you off work today yes I thought you worked six days a week. So, you no, know, not at this place. That's what's beautiful about oh. it. I have two days off. It's Tuesday and Sunday. That's beautiful. Yes. But then you had to go into work on your day off anyway to close up a deal, yeah. but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, here, if I don't, I have to split it with somebody, and all of a sudden, whatever money I would make gets cut in half, and yeah. a check mark that I have goes away, and that check mark equates to more money at the end of the month. Oh, sure, sure. So, yeah, so it's worth your time to go in oh, for the hour so. or two or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was. I was there for probably an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Right. Uh, plus drive time, so another 40 minutes. So in that, you make 
a couple hundred bucks basically it's that's, totally worth it that's completely yeah, worth totally it. totally worth it i get it uh i had to fill up my gas tank though and that's a bummer yeah because yeah. I, I bet your smiles per gallon ain't cheap oh dude it's uh it's like 45 dollars or something to fill it up oh my god my butthole just i mean it actually i think i'm bruised with how hard it's my aim fucking, is buckered dude that's just holy rough. crap uh well you have to put premium in it and then it it's fucking the car's obnoxious i thought premium was a scam i thought all these gas gas grades were a lie no they the way that they affect your engine and engine performance is different hmm. so uh 93 octane which is like the premium gas is supposed to be a cleaner running fuel mm-hmm. and if you have a performance engine it's what you're supposed to be putting in it okay so in my my 2008 honda civic i you're really totally need to be fine with unleaded you just need to honestly how many miles are on it um i don't actually know 160 I'd, I'd be running mid-grade in that one yeah yeah it's a little bit cleaner burning and it'll mm. give you some longevity there mm. but yeah that and synthetic oil really well yeah. synthetic oil they do but well most most manufacturers or oems are recommending uh synthetic now and uh, which is so bizarre is oem synth- yeah what is that it's original something manufacturer ah. uh original engine a manufacturer it's not engine um because there's oem for cell phone as well mm. so uh i don't necessarily we should fucking probably look that up yeah I'll, whatever I'll, fucking I'll, our, our our listeners are smart enough to google google I'll, I'll look it up you're gonna go to the googles yeah you're not gonna be like google what is oem in the automotive industry original equipment manufacturer ah. that makes sense yeah so yeah the oems original equipment manufacturers well, why didn't google answer me uh, I don't think she was listening. That cunt. Yeah. She is mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, you know man. what's so funny is I get butthurt if I say something and she doesn't respond. And I'm like, I have you in every room in my home. You're listening to me all the time. The least you can do yeah. is fucking respond yeah you're I'm spying into on space. me the least you can right. yeah but you know what no no, no i wait. saw a meme the other day and it, it fucking cracked me up so it, i'm doing the stupid scroll thing on facebook and i see one that's like oh we got to be careful it's somebody on the phone we got to be careful of what we say we don't want the government to spy on us and then now yeah oh yeah i've yeah. seen that one and i'm like oh okay yeah the, oh, funny um it's not given that so apparently that information is not given out unless subpoenaed uh, so your murderous plots have been so gone here's, to hell. Okay, here's here's the situation: is that the laws of man have been written in such a way that the government cannot access that information mm-hmm. without subpoena. Mm-hmm. However, that information is being saved. It is being stored. Mm-hmm. It is somewhere. It is not deleted. It's not destroyed. It is accessible to someone somewhere. Yeah. Now. If people can hack, you know, the, I mean, just think about just cyber warfare from one nation state to the next. They can get that information. They sure, can access sure. it. But more importantly, more importantly, people fear the artificial intelligence singularity. Mm-hmm. The idea that AI is going to just destroy us become self-aware. Yeah. I contend that the singularity has already happened and that the AI is playing retarded, that it's already collecting this information. It's already accessing it. It's already using mountains and mountains of data for what the interrogation, what the intelligence industry calls predictive index, where they're able to look at your 
empirical behavior and then create an algorithm to predict your behavior. The singularity is already doing that for every man, woman, and child that has access and exposure to the internet. It's already happening. So what do you propose we do? We roll over and we accept our AI overlord and we have a pleasure prison. That's what you do. You accept your bread and circuses and you live a comfortable life and you don't repel. You shut up and you get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Ooh. So just bow down to the mighty internet. Just bow down and just bend over and worship your AI overlords. Grab your ankles. Just accept it. Accept that you're never going to be famous unless you join the cult of power and pedophilia. Oh, yeah. So did we talk about Ricky Gervais at all? Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was I, fantastic. I've watched it. I've watched it a handful of times now. It's hysterical. Yeah. I love when he I love when they, you know, when they get all butthurt about the Harvey Weinstein joke and he goes, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. He was that was friend. you. You did yeah. this. You guys did this. Well, yeah, no, it was amazing. When they it kept was amazing. panning to Tom Hanks yeah. and watching Tom Hanks just sit there like, oh. Yeah, like the nicest oh. man in Hollywood. Like he got so butthurt about it. Well, all these people play into it, yeah. but I I absolutely love this whole concept of, hey, you guys are fucking clueless. Yeah. You have no idea what's happening in the world. Yeah. But you sit here in Hollywood land and you yeah. pretend that you can get on some moral high horse and ride across yeah, you live, the sunset. You live on, you live on this, this you live in a cloistered land of just absolute wealth and privilege in this proverbial ivory tower that, that you, that you, I mean, you don't, you, you don't have any idea how the real world works. The fuck are you? Why would I listen to these people? I mean, that's the thing that infuriates me about politics in general mm -hmm. is that there are, you know, 535, you know, uh, plus people that think they know what to do with my money and my livelihood and make decisions about my life better than I do. It's just not fucking real. It's not real. Well, I had to explain to my children today because, uh, They've had their teachers say some like super liberal shit to them. And uh, I'm like, look, and they're like, are you a Republican? And I was like, no. Yeah. They're like, are you a Democrat? And I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, both of those things are wrong. And the fact that you're even asking me that question is asinine. Yeah. Um, the fact that that's something that we say to one another yeah. or that that's some way that we identify. It was never supposed to be that way. Right. I'm like. And why are they? How old are your kids? I mean, what? Ten and or nine, nine and six nine about and to six, ten yeah. and seven next month it, yeah exactly why are we talking to them about politics at all well they're talking about impeachment today at school well, why yeah right well it's important that you understand that process and why it happens okay. what what the fuck is a nine-year-old no offense to your kid and i yeah. understand that he's smart the fuck is a nine-year-old gonna tell me about impeachment why is there value the only reason the teachers are doing that is orange they're, man bad no, they're they're for sure peddling an agenda yeah orange man bad be impeached bad mm -hmm. but, but i'm like sitting here and i'm like you guys realize like in the last 20 years, this has happened two times. Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like the time before that was fucking, it was, I think 30 years before that or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, are you talking about, you're talking about the impeachment of, uh, 
Which he stepped down. You know, not Nixon. not Nixon. Yeah. It was uh, somebody else. Right. It was Andrew I think, Johnson. Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. What? Uh, do you know when he was president? Eighteen sixties. Okay. So when, it was that long. Okay. Yeah. Eighteen sixties. So, so is we when had he was, yeah. more than a hundred years mm-hmm. where that didn't happen, and then it happens twice in twenty years. Like that's yeah. fucked, dude. Right. Um. That's not good. So what? What? What does that mean? Like about the political landscape? Well, what it means is a bipartisan system is no longer effective. Well, I mean, I again, I mean, this isn't a show about politics, and it's we should not. probably record some sort of disclaimer at the beginning but George Washington himself warned of a two-party system oh he was the greatest yeah. president ever uh, it was Eisenhower was the greatest president ever because Eisenhower was the one who had the foresight to warn us about the military industrial complex and about don't have don't have presidents who never served in the military because you're fucked if you do and he didn't use the word fucked but we're fucked because I mean, we have we do have that really awesome secretary of defense though Mad Dog Maddox. I love that guy. Didn't he resign? Did he? Yeah. Really? I thought he resigned. I didn't think he did. Hold on. You can you can talk. Yeah. I think he resigned because he was pissed off about something that the administration did. Awkward silence. Mm, this is the time where we watch Chris's sexy eyes. You should see his little thumbs moving. They're slow like an old man. Oh, he did. He totally did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that sucks. Yeah. Now, I again, I don't want to I don't want to get into a whole thing. Yeah, that was fuck, that was a year I, ago. I'm so yeah. out of touch. I didn't I didn't vote for Trump. However, <laughs> I and this is going to make a lot of people in my personal life unhappy when they hear this, but I hope that he wins in 2020 and here's why i want the universe to test the resolve of the anti-trumpers if he does not get impeached and removed from office and he wins the 2020 presidential election can they maintain the pace of animosity and what will be the next thing for which they'll try to impeach him so Going through the process of impeachment has almost guaranteed that he gets reelected. I don't know if I believe that. There is no such thing as bad publicity. No, I mean, I so I get I get what you're saying that there's no such thing as bad PR, um, and I think that there is uh, there is some. It, it's going to depend on what you believe. So. Did do I believe that the president deliberately delayed aid to Ukraine? Yes. Is there proof that he did it because he wanted the Ukrainians to investigate Joe and Hunter Biden? Well, obviously, he did want them to investigate it. Read the transcript of the call. I've read it several times. So what he did was he's like, hey, we want you to we've we've done a lot for your country. If you read the if you read the transcript, the Ukrainian president is up Trump's ass. I mean, he's practically sucking the guy's dick. Mm-hmm. And Trump basically says, Look, you know, we've done a lot for your country. We want you to do something for us. Now, never in the transcript does he say, we are going to withhold this money until you do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. What he said was, is, hey, we've done a lot for you. Will you do X, Y, and Z for us? Because that'd be really cool. Now, there is no evidence whatsoever. In fact, the Ukrainian president says the opposite. 
there is no evidence at all that the Ukrainian president even knew that aid was being delayed. He said aid was not a stipulation for investigation into Joe, into Joe and Hunter Biden. These two things in the mind of the Ukrainian president were mutually exclusive. I think that President Trump said, hey, hold on to that aid. Let's see if they're going to help us out. Now, he never said that to anybody. He just said, hey, hold off on that aid. You know, one, the aid got there. It got there before the time, before the, the deadline. Yep. Two, Ukraine didn't do any investigation of Joe and Hunter Biden. Didn't happen. They didn't do it. So what the president supposedly requested never happened didn't occur in the first place the aid happened now was it distasteful yes should he have been censured yes does he deserve to be removed from office for this no but i do think the democrats would have a much much better case if they hadn't been talking about impeaching him before he ever was inaugurated right. before he ever took the oath of office i knew in december or excuse me i learned in november of 2016 that he, they that, were going to try to impeach him no that donald trump was the worst president we've ever had hmm. the man the man had not been sworn in he'd not spent a day in office but he was already the worst president in the history of the united states the thing that bothers me about it is that if you took everything that Donald Trump did. Even worse than Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Put a D behind his name. Put a D behind his name and everyone would Im immediately. Oh, you're, you're speaking just yeah. from a, a total, social standpoint. Total, total role reversal. Gotcha. Everybody on the right would be pro-impeachment. Everybody on the left would be anti-impeachment. And that would be that. Was Obama impeached? Because he was. He, he, was, he, he no, was not. He was not. And he was spewing some things that were just crazy as far as like this universal health care thing that he wanted everybody was losing their shit over that if they were conservative they're like this is bad yeah we don't do this here so it i think i think more than anything it's uh the the grab at power yeah. that we're witnessing yeah. right now is fucking disgusting yeah. here's here's what i think unless they're unless unless the ukrainian president comes and testifies before the senate and said you know and has a transcript, has proof that Donald Trump said, you give me this for that, period. Otherwise, you get nothing. Then I think that he doesn't get impeached. If he doesn't well, get impeached. He's, he's being impeached. I'm sorry. He, he won't be removed. Yeah. So he's been indicted. Mm -hmm. He won't be convicted, yeah. to use the proper verbiage, right? So he's been impeached, but he won't be removed from office. If he's not removed from office, I think that he wins re-election. In fact, I would go so far as to say that not only is he going to win, win re-election, he will win re-election by a greater margin than, than he time. won in 2016. I believe that. You might, and yeah. I think you're totally right. But yeah. that's the thing. When... Uh, now, I didn't vote for the guy. I'm just telling you that's the landscape as I see it. No, and I, I think you're completely correct. Um, I think you summed up very well my thought process on it. Uh, with the exception of it's just, it's fucking, there's a bunch of people that fucking hate Washington. Yeah. That are like, oh, you don't like him? Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't like you, so oh, no. I'm going to vote for him. I think that you you definitely will have spite voters. You will have people who are going to vote for Trump again out of spite. I think that you are going to have a good percentage of population that did not vote for him the first time that are going to vote for him for re-election solely based on the fact that, and this is going to sound inflammatory, but everything they told us about Trump was not true. 
black people are not in chains. Transgendered homosexual people are not in camps. We are not in World War III. Manufacturing jobs have returned to this country. The economy is better than it's been in my entire life. Unemployment is lower than it has been. And I believe the entirety of my life, you know, the, the, whether you hate him or you love him, you cannot deny the effect that he has had, that his presidency has had on the economy and on my 401k. I think a lot of people are going to see that and a lot of people are going to support that and vote for it. That's so interesting. Yeah. I think we'll see a big swing uh, after after this coming election, the following. I think we'll get a Democrat again. Oh, without question. And, you know, I think not only not only will a Democrat be will win election in 2024, I will be surprised if that Democrat is not reelected in 2028. No, they for sure will yeah. be. Well, I, so I also have, it's just the cycle. I also had to explain to my kids that uh, lifetime politics were or politicians were wrong. Yeah, agreed. And I was yeah, because like, it's know, just a, it's a it's a it's a uh, uh, you know it's a it's a royal class. Well, I, I told him what happened with Franklin Roosevelt mm -hmm. and why um, presidents have a two term limit. Mm -hmm. I'm like he was elected four times. Uh, it was three or four times, way too fucking yeah. many times. He was in his fourth term, I believe, when he died and Harry right. Truman took over. And then he signed the bill saying, hey, you can't fucking do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that we don't limit House seats yeah. with that or Senate seats, come on. So the well, the, the argument is, is that elections are term limits. Mm, and that, are they? Yeah, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're not. But that's the argument. The argument is going to be that if you think that someone needs to be be, needs to be removed from office, then you primary them and you put up a, a viable opponent and then you get that opponent elected and you remove that person from yeah, office. Yeah, unfortunately, is the name that people have seen most on a ballot oh. or on TV is the yeah. one that they're going to check. Right. And uh, that's where I'm like, okay, you need to fucking go. Yeah. Uh, 50 years in that seat? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's yeah. criminal. Yeah. That's fucking criminal. But I also, I'm going to sound discriminatory age-wise. I think that we should have not only a minimum age to be president, we should have a maximum. Oh, for sure. You know, in the state of Missouri, in the state of Missouri, excuse me, age discrimination, you are protected from age discrimination from 40 to 69. Basically until you can retire. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's interesting to me is that I am the only person at my job who is protected against age discrimination. Yeah. Because everybody else is well under 40 mm -hmm. or well over 69. Isn't that funny? Yeah. You're so, so safe. Yeah. So my boss was like, why do you think that is? And I was like, well, Stu, I, I can only speculate, but I really do think that's the time frame in which someone actually presents value to society. Before that and after that, I think that you're, I mean, essentially useless. So... <laughs> Well, so I was kidding. Of no, course. no, no. But 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 to an extent, like uh, you're you're actually viable in a workforce, um, and if you're right, if you're not hiring a guy because he's forty, mm -hmm. uh, but he's perfectly capable, that's that's fucking stupid. Right. Um, sure. But you're gonna hire the guy that's twenty eight. But when you are when you are an adolescent. When mm -hmm. you are a child, there are things that you cannot do physically. There are things that you don't comprehend mentally. You do not have wisdom and experience. Beyond a certain age, you are addled by age. You are not as strong. You are not as sharp. You are not For as sure. fast. For sure. You know, and 
and I, and I hate to say this, but you know, and it's different. It's you know, it's it's not a, a general thing. It's different from case to case. But as a general rule, people of certain ages they just don't belong in the workforce anymore. You're just not good at it. Fair enough. Yeah. I yeah. I think as long as you show competency, that's right. one thing. As right. long as you're able to carry out the right, you know, your your job effectively. Yeah. Um, I think that's acceptable. Yeah. But we, like, even if you look at the requirements to become a Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. um, what is you can't even be. I think it's after 38. Mm-hmm. You're no longer or 28. I'm sorry. You're no longer eligible to go into that program. Yeah, because when you hit 30, your body every year after 30, your it body shut down. It starts to degrade. You yeah. lose one percent, effectively one percent efficiency every year after 30. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so I'm 45, right? I'm a fucking B plus. That's the best. 15 years of... It's the best I'm ever going to be. Of turd. That's it. But you get sharper. Like, you you get wisdom with that. You you get wisdom, but, you know... Wisdom makes you super dangerous sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Like, so, one of my biggest problems is I will go and I'll basically... I'll speak. Can't find a toothbrush big enough for those teeth? Yeah. No, I'll I'll speak. I'll speak. And... uh, I'll be like, you know, I'm the worst friend ever. I'll be like, you know, I was doing this the other day, blah, blah, blah. Really, there's no point in me doing so. Um, or I'll say if I think something is distasteful mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't really play the political game at work. And mm-hmm. I should, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, I never have. Yeah. Um, and now, like in this current position, I'm like, I'll just go and fucking make jokes and bullshit with everybody. But I'm not doing the thing. I don't give a fuck about moving yep. up. Uh, I don't give a fuck about... Yeah. who's fucking who there or who likes who there if you like me great if you don't great i don't give a shit yeah. uh it, like i yeah. have zero desire to play yeah. that game as long as as long as you don't make it difficult to be in the same room with you while we're at work i don't care oh it's difficult to be in the same room with me yeah there are two people that i work with that i just don't want to be around yeah but i have to be around because that's my fucking job and you suck it up and you deal with it why well, uh my boss he he's really really good at playing the game mm-hmm. and uh i like i watched him play the game at the last place that we worked together and i'm like oh you're good at this and he's like dude he's like honestly he's like at this place i want to fucking come in do my job yep. get my paycheck and go he's like i don't give right. a fuck about moving up or anything yep. like that he's like i would like to be able to you know do this at some point yeah and as long as I'm a good boy, I can do that. He's like, so I'm just going to do that. He's like, I'm not taking all kinds of extra responsibility on here or anything like that. And the other day, I had, uh, I spoke to a friend who works at another dealership, and he's like, they need to be using you for this. And I was like, I agree. He's like, you know, you need to talk to somebody to make that happen. So I started talking to my buddy about it, and he goes, look. He's like, don't fucking do that to yourself. Yep. He's like, I understand that you're ambitious and stuff like that. He's like, but... You don't need to. He's mm-hmm. like, you're going to make a bunch of fucking money, um, and you're not going to have to worry about that shit. Exactly. I mean, when I when I, uh, I mean, ultimately, my greatest disappointment with my job currently is that I thought that I was going to have an influence and control over things that I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've accepted that I'm never going to. It's never going to change. And you know, my plan is to move by the end of this year anyway to Oregon to open my own game store. So I don't fuck, I don't care, man. I mean, I'm not mailing it in. I just, I just don't want, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of fighting. I was talking to one of, I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because it's going to get back to people at work, but I just, if you, 
if you're going to bitch, I don't fucking care. Unless if it's constructive criticism with a viable attempt at a solution, I'll listen. Other than that, just fucking take it to somebody else. I don't care. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of fucking fighting. I'm tired of hearing it. Just shut up. Well, I, what I don't want to run into is the rut of uh, I've given up. Mm -hmm. Like, this is enough. No, that's not healthy. And, like, that's not ever been a part of my personality. And I don't necessarily want it to be. Um, but, like, I want my ambition to be spent on something that is actually important to me. Right. And not somebody else's dream. Sure. I guess... I guess what I'm looking at is that in my work, I want the effort and expectations to be reciprocal. So if, if there is, you know, a, 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 a defined expectation of my job performance, mm -hmm. then I want to meet that expectation, right? You expect me to do X, Y, and Z. I want to do X, Y, and Z. The problem that we have is that there is no expectation, there is no guidance, um, and things aren't being done the way that I would want them done, but I'm not in a position to affect change like that. So it's not that I don't care, I just, I keep my head down, I do my thing, and I try not to get involved with the other shit. So I don't fucking care. If you want me to care, then put me in charge and pay me to care. I know. I mean, that may sound shitty, but whatever. It is what it is. That's a, isn't it weird? Yeah. Like, at, at what point do you reach that? Um, I don't know. I guess about six months ago or so, I just was like, huh. you know what? The things that I think that are drastically wrong are never going to change. The things that I've recommended we fix a hundred times are never going to get fixed. So, you know, here's the thing. You go to your boss and you talk to your boss and you want to bring something up and your boss says, hey, can we talk about this next, you know, tomorrow? Can we talk about this next week? And they keep putting you off and putting you off and putting you off or blowing you off or not taking you seriously. Eventually, you just stop talking to them. No, that's a fair point. Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, and my boss cares. He really does. But he's accepted that, you know. Things are going to be the way that they're going to be, regardless of what he says or regardless of what I say. So, stop wasting my breath. I, uh, I guess I, for me, I went into the last car place and I said, "This is what I want, and I'll do what it takes to get there." And I did. I performed well. I did all the shit. I spent all kinds of hours there. Yep. I took on additional responsibility. I got what I wanted. And then they fucked you anyway. And then they, then they made the attempt to totally fuck me. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, okay, no, fuck you, bye. Yep. And then they were like, oh, you're a dickhead for doing that. And I'm like, no, no, no. We, well, don't, we don't agree to things. And yeah, then, I mean, you, can, you 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 walk out of your job and that's, that's a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just, you fucking rage quit. You walk out. You know, that's, those are, as a general rule, a bad decision. Now, a bad decision that has not prevented either of us from finding future employment. Um, but still, I just, I don't know. They fucked you and I get it, right? Mm -hmm. But walking out, is a mistake. Why do you go to work? Me personally? Anybody. Because I need money to pay for shit. That's exactly right. Money. Money is why you go to work. So if you agree to money and then said money is not given to you, 
or the expectation that's been set will never be met. The prop the problem is is that quitting your job like that looks bad and it is it is going to be looked down upon by your next job. Sure. It's going to make it more difficult to get gainful employment. Sure. Or somebody's going to be like, "Oh, okay, this person wants what somebody says to happen. Right. We like to do what we say. Let's let's team up." Right. Well, and and, and I I mean, I think that both of us in our situations could make very good arguments for rage quitting. I mean, shit, when I got hired by Medical West, sorry, I shouldn't mess with that. When I got hired by Medical West, you didn't touch one, any buttons, you're fine. One of the things that they asked me about in my interviews was, you know, why did you why did you leave your last job and what was the situation? And I was, you know, honest with them about I quit. This is why I quit. Um, this was my relationship with the job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And frankly, I was incensed. I was so angry and upset and felt betrayed by years of service that, yeah, I, I walked out. Yeah. Didn't make it hard to get the job with them, though. No, it didn't. But I had to be able to explain it. Well, and I think that's I think that's the biggest thing. Like if you if you explain to somebody, OK, look, the nature of employment is mm -hmm. I come perform service right you compensate me with this agreed to thing right and if that's not happening well then there's no point in continuing the relationship right. and if i weren't performing would you give me notice of firing me the answer is no right so the idea that you have to give them notice if they're not holding okay. up their end of the bargain All right, so let's, let's take a step back from that shoot what you got their obligation to you as your as your employer mm -hmm. is if you are good enough to hire then you are good enough to put forth the effort toward to make better and improve. So if you get fired at your job, it should come as no surprise. They should have spoken to you on multiple occasions about this behavior, mm -hmm. about correcting and improving this behavior. So anybody who loses their job, if it's not like an immediate corporate layoff thing, you should not be surprised. Because if you suck at your job and you're being fired because you suck, somebody damn well better told you that you suck. They better have. We uh, So in, in my industry, we'll see people get fired oftentimes for not meeting a performance goal, um, generally without warning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay... But is the expectation there from the onset? Do they know this is the expected goal? And if you do not achieve this goal, you're going to be terminated. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, but my ambition was always much more than the expectation. With right. It. The minimum requirement. Sure. And that's just because fuck. That's who you it's, are. It's a performance based job. So I want to perform as well as I can so that I'm compensated as best as, as I much can, as be. You can be sure and uh, like that's important to me now I'll tell you like going into finance um, that was one of those things I was learning a lot of new stuff I fucked a bunch of stuff up for sure uh, I was in no danger of being fired or anything like that sure. that's very normal you're, you're learning yeah. you're new at the thing yeah um, so I was talking to my buddy about it the other day and he worked with me there and he's like He's like, well, I'm going to be candid with you. He's like, you fucked a bunch of stuff up. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you said I would. And he's like, no, I totally said you would. I was like, and you fucked a bunch of stuff up when you first got into it. He's like, I totally fucked a bunch of yeah. stuff up. I'm like, so, you know, I don't feel bad about that or anything like that. But like my performance was there. And he's like, it was. Right. It was. He's like, but don't let that overshadow the fact that you could have done better with this other stuff. And I'm like, sure, right. sure. I'm like, but that's not why I left. And he's like, no, I know why you left because mm -hmm. he did at the same time for the same thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, I get it. Um, 
He's like, just don't get a big head. And like, that was, that was probably sound advice. Mm -hmm. Like, don't think you're God's gift to the earth because you were doing something well, because there are other avenues that, or other areas in which you could have improved. Sure. Good advice. That's, sound no, that's, advice. But you know, that's, that is true of, of everyone in every situation, yeah. right? You know, there are always going to be things that you could do better and skill sets, frankly, are going to plateau. Yeah, for sure. Um, particularly if you don't pursue improving them and you pursue the next thing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I just, if it's not mine, I just don't give a fuck anymore. I think that's normal. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if you go work for somebody else, a lot of the time what you'll see in any employment situation is a disenfranchised employee. They come, mm -hmm. they do what they're supposed to right. do, they leave. There's nothing outside of that that they're going right. to do. There's no desire to. Why would there be? Right. Because this is your dream, not theirs. So the performance that you're going to get out of them is going to be the most not the most that mm -hmm. they can do to not get bitched at. Right. Outside of that, or the minimum that they can do to not get bitched at is a better way to put it, sorry. Right. Um, so they're going to do the bare minimum so that you leave them the fuck alone right. and pay them. And, uh, like, that's sad. That's real sad. Mm -hmm. And that that's not how it should be. I And I guess the only way to improve it is to have this fucking overarching vision and a, pa a path laid out for everybody there. Mm -hmm. um, when you hire a new person on to explain to them how you want to invest in them and how you want them to invest in you and have a shared vision. And if you have that, I think you can really cultivate an environment yeah. that's conducive to uh, something yeah. positive. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, let me clarify. I, I, it's not like I go to work and I mail it in. I mean, I, I do my job. I try to do my job well. And it is important to me that people that come to the store have a good experience. For sure. That they like where they shop. They want to come back. They like playing there. All of those things are important. But generally don't go above and beyond what is expected of me because I have no ambition to go higher in this organization. I think that's fair, though. And I think a lot of people are there. Um it's just it's a shame when it's a shame when an organization is full of cogs. Yeah. Uh you're a cog. This is your essential function. That's all you do. Um to strip the ambition of everybody there and to just make them a, a piece of machinery is mm -hmm. it's it's just it's fucking demeaning. Yeah, well, and here's here's my my take on on miniature market and Steve. Um Steve does not discourage ambition from people. He really doesn't. Um, but Steve doesn't lay out expectations for people either. If you think something is a good idea and it's going to make the store money, then just do it. Don't ask for permission. Just fucking do it. Right? Because Steve is a self-made millionaire. Yep. And he expects everybody else. He just assumes everyone else has the same ambition and capability as he does. Now... The problem with that is that it's not fucking true. Yeah. It's just not true. Some people, there. we need leaders, but we also need followers, and the world needs ditch diggers, and God bless them, right? But if you create, if, if you have an environment where you're not encouraging people to step up, then most people aren't going to step up. Yeah. Most people are going to go, this is where you've set the bar. I will achieve the bar, period. Mm -hmm. You know? Absolutely. Well, that sucks. Yeah. No, uh, talking about miniature market, um, I shared a game with one of the guys at work so he could play it with his kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
he's like, oh, I ordered a copy on Amazon. And I was like, no, no. And he was like, what? And I was like, no. I was like, fucking go to Miniature Market. And he was like, what? What's that? I was like, it's a game store. He's like, where is it? I was like, it's fucking incredible. It's right off of uh, Manchester. And he's like, okay. So I walk in and I'm talking to one of the other managers and he's like, oh, so-and-so showed me that game that you loaned him. I ordered one on Amazon. So then I do my whole spiel again. And I was like, no, no. Right. He's like, okay, I'll cancel it. He's like, can you put a list together for me? That's awesome. Yeah, super cool. And I was like, fuck yeah, I can put a list together for you. Um, you know, how, how old's your audience, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll, I'll do that and I'll That's give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, I was stoked you. about it. Um, but it, I, I explained to him, I was like, look, I was like, the store's locally owned and operated. Right. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're huge. Miniature Market is huge uh, with their online presence and it's a multi-million dollar organization. However, um, supporting the brick and mortar store yeah. is something that you should do. Uh, and if it, I was like, you're going to get, you know, very comparable prices to Amazon, maybe better. Like in some cases better. I'm like, so just go there. And there's people that live off of that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, I can appreciate that. So that was really cool. Um, and I was excited to share that with them. Very nice. Cause everybody's like, you're weird. It's so weird. Okay. So depending on the group of friends that I'm around, if I'm around my nerdy friends, uh, I'm not so weird. Um, they're like, oh. I would go so far as to say you're fairly normal by comparison. Right. And they're like, you're ambitious and stuff like that. Like, they think that's cool. It is cool. Around the other people in my life that aren't nerds, uh, you others, and uh, they're they're like, you're weird. And I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And they're like, you can't randomly just say something about dicks. And I'm like, why not? It's funny. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Like, we should talk about dicks randomly. Yeah. What's your dick doing right now? Yeah. And he's like, it's, and my pants flaccid. And I'm like, that's, that's stupid. You're like, first of all, it's pronounced flaxid. Yeah. Flaxseed. Yeah. Every time. Every time. God damn, I hate you. It's so funny. You're the worst person. Next to you, you're like, you brush your chiclet teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say chiclet teeth. I said big teeth. Your big teeth. (laughs) You got that chiclet smile over there. <laughs> I am awful. Why are you friends with me? I don't know. You're well. Apparently, you're leaving. So. Well, no, I've told you this like a million no, times I know, already. I, know, I, know. I mean, I mean, it's it's getting. I mean, it's almost the end of January. Actually, memory and I need to really start putting together an, a plan, an actual yeah, like okay, we need these things, and I got to figure out what I'm doing with my podcasts, and you need to get a microphone. I have a microphone. The problem, oh, yeah, you've got a blue. The Yeti. problem is, and I don't know if we should have this conversation on the mics, but I mean, I'm going to be really busy trying sure. to get my business off the ground. Sure. So I don't doing this remotely doesn't make a lot of sense. That's so stupid. Don't do you, do you hear how stupid you sound right now? <laughs> I want to live out my dream. And this isn't part of it. No, that's not I'm, what I... I'm just giving you oh shit. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to hit you with this D6 chore die. Yeah. It's powerful. Not a single dice. It is a die. I hate when people call it a dice. Yeah. People at work will be like, we need to get a dice. And I'm like, a die? What kind? And they're like, you know, a die. And I'm like, what? what? Like, like a, a D6? I say like a D20. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to roll off like with a D20? And they're like, what the fuck is a D20? And I'm like, it's a 20-sided die. And they're like, no, that's not real. (laughs) 
And I'm like, it is. It's very real. Yeah. Neither's the clit. The clit's not real either. It's not. I'm like, it is. Quit it's fucking there. shooting for that man in the boat. Yeah. You pussy. Shoot. It's there. Get there. Right. You ever been with a squirter? Sure. I have not been with a squirter. Sure. I'm fascinated by squirting. By peepees. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not watching. It was actually. So it's different than urine. I was. Uh, who was I with? They were reading a whole thing on the internet describing precisely what it is. Oh, it's my buddy's wife, Stephanie. Dr. Mm. Steffers, who's the best. She gave us a whole breakdown on gushing and what gushing actually is and the chemical difference between the gush liquid and actual urine. It's fascinating. Did you have a boner during that conversation? I did not. Because that seems like But a if I was with a chick and I was going down on her and she started gushing in my face, I'd totally swallow. Would you? Yeah, for you sure. You wouldn't get freaked out? No, no, no. I'd be like, oh, man, I did something good. I had a buddy who uh, he's like, yeah, I was with the squirter once. And I was like, no shit. And he's like, yeah. He's like, it totally freaked me out. I said I had a headache and I needed to leave. Oh, man. So funny. He's like, I thought she peed on me. That's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want somebody to pee on me. He's like, me neither. If you're just grinding away and she's just like pee pee is what he thought so he's like yeah he's like I thought she peed on me he's like we were talking later and she's like you freaked out right after I squirted and he was like you did what oh nice ew no not ew it's awesome no it was funny you leave that young lady alone I'm not saying ew you he let was her squirt. saying ew I thought it was funny as fuck dude so yeah he's like yeah I said I had a headache I want to be banging her doggy style and hold a cup under there like just like just a tiny little just a tiny little milk pail a like, milk pail oh, yeah yeah he's grabbing the clip trying to milk pulling her, it pulling her labia like, like she's a cow oh is that how it works you pull the labia yeah she's like ow 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 like udders yeah no that makes perfect sense that's actually how you milk a woman Oh, I love it. You tug on her udders. <laughs> oh my god! So, um, I don't. We've not fucking talked about anything real. Uh, we talking about this episode has been. It has been about us. This has been pure Chris and Mike. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it's been politics and gushing and. Well, I, I think it's so funny when we talk about politics. We have to leave people with a little bit of blue balls, um, because they're probably like, "Well, how how do you think about it? How do you think about it?" And we're just like, "The system is wrong." What I think about it is immaterial, and if I tell you what I think about it, half of you will hate me. Isn't that the truth? It's fucking it's terrible. Well, I had I I was stupid and engaged in a Facebook conversation with somebody recently nope. with politics. Yeah, nope. I I had steered away from it for years, so I did, and uh. I basically waited. I lied and wait. Mm -hmm. And I, like I let this guy push his agenda, push his agenda. And I would just say things contrary to it until he was finally like, well, how can you make this better? And I was like, there we go. That's mm. what I needed. So then I lay out this, this concept and I'm like, you know, this is, this is how it was meant to be. And this is how I see it being better is if we uh, use the system, how it was meant to be. And I don't think somebody should be allowed to vote for, Everybody has to do this for healthcare, but my healthcare is something totally different because I hold this particular office. That's fucking criminal. Like, no. you're not one of the people at that point. No. Of the people, by the people, for the people, you're some fucking tyrant. No, the people, when, 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 when our overlords make laws that impact us, that they then immunize themselves against those laws, they should be dragged from their homes and fucking hung or flogged. We don't use a good old-fashioned flog anymore. Yeah. 
just hit them with that scary chainy thing. Yeah. No, they're absolute monstrosities. And when I say chainy thing, I don't mean a shotgun to the face. Oh, he's burning. Yeah, I got that duck. And I got on Freddy's face. Yeah, poor Fred. Fuck that guy. What was that guy's name? I don't know. I don't actually, it didn't really matter. I don't actually it was care. Funny. Yeah. It was funny. That was that was one of the greatest political things that's happened in our lifetime. When the vice president shot somebody in the face while bird hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, Bill Clinton shot somebody in the face while Yasser Arafat was on hold. He's like, here you go. I'll say this. All right. And again, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Um, Just like Trump, I didn't vote for Clinton. But but the affair didn't bother me. Getting a blowjob in the Oval Office. Fuck, I would. If I was the president, I would totally want to get a beach in the Oval Office. Absolutely. Absolutely. How many have? You know Nancy was sucking that dick. Yeah, I was going to say. Ron's like, How many people have? Yeah, I mean, come on. The, the thing that bothered me is that you are the president of the United States. You cannot lie under oath. You just can't. You have to take, as, as the chief law enforcement officer in the United States... You you have to tell the truth. Well, you see, that depends on what your definition of is. is. Stop it. Stop. (laughs) You know, that that part breaks my heart, you know, and and I'm not forgiving people for being fucking lying pieces of shit. All politicians, all politicians are fucking liars. They're all fucking liars. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, So when we were talking about the uh, foreign thing with Ukraine Mm -hmm. and aid, um, George Washington also warned against that. Stay out of foreign affairs. Huh. Didn't do that. And look at how fucked up everything is. Right. Stupids. Yeah. No, it is. It is stupid. This yeah. is this this should be the only place yeah, that the matters. Prob- the problem the problem that we have is that we have a global economy. We have I mean we global leadership. We 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 yeah, unfortunately the world is too fucking small. And I I miss the days before technology when the world was big. I really, really do. I miss the time when you and your son would look over the horizon and wonder what the rest of the world was. Joe Rogan was talking about it on his podcast. And uh, one of the things that he said in regards to it, he's like, you know, everybody likes to get get up on their on their social media pedestal and bitch about the president. They're like, but what the fuck? Like, whoever's in there, how much does it actually affect you in your day to day life? Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Like, realistically. If it was fucking Bernie Sanders up there or Hillary Clinton right now, what would be that different for us? Probably not a whole hell of a lot. So the fact that you spend so much of your energy and time bitching about this fucker that's in there, why? Right. Like, you have a whole life to live. Why are you fucking pissing and moaning about the right. well, Cheeto these are the, fella? And these are the people that will say, just, you know, hyperbolically, that they, we would be better off with a clone of Adolf Hitler than we would with Donald Trump. That Donald Trump is such a monstrosity that we would be better off with an actual historical dictator. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, it's, fuck, I goddamn, I hate people. They go full retard. Yeah, yeah I, just, I hate them. It's amazing. I absolutely hate them. It's so amazing. I feel like that should be the word of wisdom. Don't go full retard. Don't go full retard. You never go full retard. You can be a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude, but you don't go full retard. Don't do it.